0: Hallelujah. Glory to the name of Jesus. Good morning. Praise the Lord. What a blessing. What a joy to be in God's presence this morning yet again. Thank God for strength. Thank God for grace. Thank God for unfailing power of God at work in us. Amen. Hallelujah. Welcome you to a brand new day. The day the Lord has made and we will Rejoice and be glad in it. The day before yesterday, we established through God's word and the revelation of the Holy Spirit that one of the reasons we must respond to the call to prayer is that every spiritual encounter and divine interactions with God is a call to prayer. A call to prayer. A call to prayer which solidifies and establishes Establish your divine supernatural encounter. Permit me to say by the Spirit of God that your encounter with God has so many deep supernatural promises of God coded and embedded into it. So spiritual encounters and interactions with God are a kind of Coded spiritual systems and mysteries that can only be fully, completely interpreted and understood and translated to practical, natural results by pressing in through prayers. Many amazing and precious spiritual encounters that would have translated so mighty revivals and great walking of the Spirit have been wasted. Wasted because believers are too lazy and sometimes very distracted to press in deeper. To gain understanding of the things of the Spirit through prayers. The burning bush experience of Moses was simply... A call, a call to prayer, a call to a deeper realm of God. It was a glorious call, a call to sacrifice, a call to days and nights of intercession, a call, a call to endless days of fasting and prayer. Oh, the burning bush experience was a call, a call to take on the supernatural power of God, to overthrow the government of Egypt and set the captives free from the bondage of Pharaoh in that burning bush experience was the tenth commandment written by God on which the lives, the lives of the Israelites must be governed and directed but the precious commandment could only be accessed by Moses response to the call to prayer for 40 days and night, Moses prayed. He prayed until the invisible became visible. He prayed until the supernatural became natural. And this all started with a simple divine encounter with God through the burning bush. From the burning bush came a call and then an instruction to take off the sandals followed by the command to drop the rod in his hand and stand in the holy place. That encounter, my friend, was a divine call, a divine call to drop everything else and start the journey into the presence of God. Mm. The simple spiritual encounter of Moses at the burning bush eventually earned Moses the title of the meekest man on earth. That encounter elevated him into the realm of one of the greatest intercessors that ever lived, such that years after his death, even God would still refer to Moses in Jeremiah chapter 15 as a man a man who stood before him to negotiate and plead the cause for the destiny of a generation. Oh, oh, oh that we may understand that the flashes of spiritual encounters that we are experiencing in recent times is a call, a deep call Press in to God In prayer In prayer I recently had a supernatural Unique encounter in the northern part Of the Netherlands I was having dinner together with a team When the Lord instructed me to leave the table And go to the room allocated to me As soon as I knelt to pray I experienced such an open heaven And God visited me in such a unique and tremendous way. The details of that encounter will spare you today, but that encounter triggered a deep hunger for more. It was a call, a deep call to the place of prayer. Not long afterwards, I returned with the team to seek the face of the Lord, to spend hours before the Lord. We traveled hundreds of kilometers to and fro, not to attend a conference, no. Not to conduct a program, no way. But just to respond to the call of God that came through that divine encounter. Friends, I cannot tell you the mighty testimonies I have experienced from that one encounter. Keep in mind, Keep in mind that the first reason you should respond to the call to prayer, the first reason you as a child of God should respond to the call to prayer is because a call to prayer is a call, an opportunity to engage God, to solidify and establish your divine encounters with God. It's an opportunity to gain insight into the deeper things of the spirit and to translate from the realms of the supernatural into the realms of the natural, that which has been coded as mysteries in the spirit. The second reason we should respond to the call to prayer is because the call to prayer is a Call to be rescued and delivered from heaviness, from trouble, and from sorrow. I say that one more time. The second reason why we should respond to the call to prayer is because the call to prayer is a call, a call to be rescued and delivered from heaviness, from trouble and sorrow. Matthew chapter 26 verse 36 to 39 Then cometh Jesus with them into a place called Gethsemane and saith unto the disciples Sit ye here while I go and pray yonder. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Then said he unto them My soul is exceeding sorrowful even unto death. Tudy ye here, and watch with me. Verse 37 again, and he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, and began to be sorrowful. That's the Lord Jesus Christ right there. And very heavy, very heavy. Then said he unto them, my soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. Had ye here and watch with me. And he went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed and prayed and prayed, saying, O my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me, nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou. At the brink of the fulfilling of his divine mandate and assignment, our Lord Jesus Christ was deeply troubled. He was very heavy. Because every divine supernatural assignment from heaven cannot be fulfilled without you going through a time or season of heaviness the enemy will attack he will attack you internally or attack you externally however he chooses to attack he must attack if what you are doing is given to you by God the enemy will surely attack and he will attack with heaviness if he cannot get you with sin if he cannot get you down by iniquity he will throw the arrow of heaviness the arrow of sorrow And the arrow of trouble against you. It pertaineth unto men called by God to go through this experience, my friend. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The heaviness, trouble, and deep sorrow Jesus experienced was death with by his response to the call to prayer. Jesus took that heaviness, that sorrow, that trouble of heart, he took it as a call to prayer. the Bible says, he said to them, my soul is exceeding sorrowful even unto death. Tarry ye here and watch with me. And I, and I went a little further to pray, to pray, to pray. Every man, every woman, every child, every youth with a definite call of God, an assignment upon his life, must go through a moment of heaviness, of sorrow, of trouble, of hurt, of difficulty. Moses also had moments of heaviness and trouble. Even when Moses went to spend 40 days alone with God. He returned. He returned to meet his assistant pastor Aaron, his older brother for that matter, who should know better, leading the entire congregation of the children of Israel to worship and dance before their fabricated golden calf. Hmm. The people had backslidden. The congregation had backslidden in just 40 days. 40 days. What can be more painful? What can cause more heaviness and sorrow of heart than to meet a completely backslidden congregation just after 40 days of staying on the mountain with God? What can be more painful? What? What? moses did not go on a vacation no he did not travel on a business trip he did not travel to speak in a conference neither was he attending a political meeting that it would we would have assumed we would have assumed that he was probably in a place god did not want him to be and that was why his congregation backslided before he returned no no Moses was actually with God. In fact, it was God who told him to leave the mountain. Probably Moses would have stayed there beyond 40 days. But God told him to go down. Wow. Moses was with God. Receiving the pattern that would guide, guide and direct the same people. Oh. Oh. What heaviness, what heaviness and sorrow of heart for Moses to see that all the miracles, signs and wonders that God had performed, both in Egypt and in the wilderness, had not produced any serious change and transformation in the life of the congregation he pastored. They forgot everything, everything. They forgot the miracles. They forgot the signs and wonders. They forgot everything and disregarded God in just 40 days. 40 days. Wow. 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 I can imagine that it was a very heavy and sorrowful day for Moses. It was a day of reality. He returned. He returned from the mountaintop to a backsliding congregation. And as a result of sorrow, anger, trouble, and heaviness, he broke the precious gift he had just received from the Lord on the mountaintop. What he spent days and nights waiting on God for. No man at this point had ever received Tangible things of the spirit, weird things of the spirit were engraved on stones and handed over to immortal man. But the sorrow of heart, the anger, the heaviness would not allow Moses to keep jealously that which he had been given on the mountaintop. Mm. he broke he broke the precious gift he had just received from the Lord David also went through his time of heaviness his time of trouble and sorrow there is no place in scripture my friend where the Lord promised us ease in fact he says woe unto them that sit at ease in Zion there is no place in scripture where he promised us a trouble free life No place. Isaiah 43 tells us that when we go through fire, the fire will not consume us because God is with us. Psalm 23 says, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. I will fear no evil. The assurance we have in God is that none of the trouble, none of the heaviness and sorrow around us has the capacity to consume and damage us. The call to prayer is a call to be delivered from heaviness, to be delivered from sorrow and from trouble. David cried. He cried like a baby when his wife, children, and the entire family was taken captive in 1 Samuel chapter 30. What can be more sorrowful? What can be more painful What can create or bring more heaviness than realizing that the entire family, wife and children, completely taken, and even the city burned with fire. But that was a call to prayer. That was a call to prayer. Give me the effort David demanded. And there and then, he responded. He responded to the call to prayer. After weeping, After crying, after gnashing his teeth, it's okay to weep. It's okay to cry. He prayed. And his family was delivered. His family was free. No wonder he said, I call unto the Lord. And he had me. And he delivered me from all of my troubles. Troubles, sorrow, heaviness of heart. The I call a call to prayer. Dearly beloved, will you respond today to the call to prayer? The call to prayer is a call to deliverance from past heaviness, from present sorrow, and from every form of future trouble. The call to prayer is a call to deliverance. Deliverance from past heaviness, from present sorrow, and from every form of future trouble. In the name of Jesus, may you be delivered. The Bible says the righteous is delivered out of trouble and the wicked is placed in his stead. May you be delivered, completely delivered, free, Free, free from heaviness, from trouble. I command that heaviness to go. That darkness, trying to take hold of your family, take hold over your life. That depression, that sadness coming through your children, your marriage, your relationship, your job, your education. That sorrow coming through the assignment that God has committed into your hands. Today, in the name of Jesus, I command the power to be broken over you. And I pray for grace to respond to the call, the glorious call to prayer. Thank you, Father. As we come to the end of the year 2021 may every heaviness be lifted even as you press in, press in. Take time out to seek God, take out time to spend time with God. You cannot enter 2022 with heaviness, with sorrow, with trouble, Jesus had to Eradicate that sorrow and heaviness before he stepped into the fulfillment of his calling. I command in the name of Jesus that every sorrow, every sadness, every pain, every heaviness have no place in you, not in your family, not in your children, not in your spouse, not in your relationship, not in your in your in your heart. I decree rest. For your mind. For your body. For your soul. For your emotions. In the name of Jesus. Come unto me. All ye that labor. And are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. I receive for you today. The garment of praise. Of joy. Instead of heaviness. In the name of Jesus Christ. I proclaim rest. And I proclaim, peace, be still. Peace, be still. In Jesus' name. Over your ministry, peace, be still. Over your businesses, peace, be still. Over that which God has given unto you, peace, be still. May you be elevated into the realms of intercession, into the realms of prayer. In Jesus' name. At the cross would not get heavy And the hill would not be hard to climb Oh, no. he never offered our riches without fighting But he said he'll put all this in time Just remember when you're standing in the valley Sarah says, give it just for